Hi guys, welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. We are at episode 16, 16 weeks of glorious lockdown. Um, there are four of us here today, we're going to be talking about some old TV shows and why we love them and why we revisit them, but also maybe some of the mere problematic stuff around about them. Um, before we do that, we're just going to go around everybody and introduce who's here. What's up? I'm Levi. I'm 19. I'm a volunteer of been involved with real time for like half my life now. That's me. Scary beans. Uh, <laughs> <Harley. is> <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Harley. I've been going to real time for, I don't know, like a year or something. And I'm 15. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm 16. Not spit. Nice. Nice. Well, it's Funny, you guys in the podcast and in, in listening land can't tell, but every one of these people has changed venues today. So we've got, we've got, some, <laughs> we've got some, uh, some real kind of stalwarts of the real-time online podcast here, but they've all got different backgrounds today, so it's freaking me out a wee bit. Okay, um, I'm going to move back to that then. No, no, it's cool, it's cool, it's all good. Um, I'm not moving on my blankets and there's no chance I'm exposing myself to that kind of cold. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Caitlin's in the attic today, which is. Uh, Here we go, I'll follow it if I try and move. Ah, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so, what we're going to talk about today, obviously, we're going to get to the TV stuff, but as usual, in the real time online podcast, we're going to talk about some news. Uh, Levi, take it away. I really don't watch the news, but this is just from like my family and kind of the people that my family are around. Um, a lot of church services are kind of being phased back in I guess um this week I think it's at the end of the week potentially I cannot remember from what I understand they are trying to you know maintain social distancing as it as the like a lot of churches already are but I think there's this kind of like attempt to reduce the number of people who are going to mass so I suppose that's kind of throws up the question of I mean don't mind, we could make a whole podcast about this I suppose but it's in terms of the list of priorities we've got as a society, where does that religious component of people's lives fall? Because mm-hmm. some people, I imagine, would have argued for it coming back a lot sooner. Um, oh. But there'll be other people that are thinking, I we could maybe wait to Christmas mm-hmm. um, for that to start back. Would you, would, like, Levi, you've obviously got a bit of an opinion on this because your family's quite involved and, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing, but... What do the rest of you guys think, Harley? What do you think about this? I'm not religious at all. But for people who are, I can see why they would want that coming back. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, shouldn't we really be like opening like actual essential stuff? Like as much as like you know, we should be like thinking about like actually opening doctors and dentists and stuff like that. Right. And getting yeah, right yeah, those sort of things instead of, you know. Right. Something that isn't totally confirmed to even exist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know, right. I think I think that's our, a read, bro. With it with it with it getting into the, 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 the kind of theology of whether or no God exists, I think we can all accept that church exists. And that <laughs> the reason people go there is usually a good reason and that they're probably missing it. So, but I totally take your point, Harley. Like but why would you miss healthcare? Like, well, exactly. You know, <laughs> I'm not that religious either, but if that's what you you practice and you preach, then I get why you want to open again. I think the thing for me is just quickly, there's so many other options. There's so many podcasts and online yeah. Bible studies and all that kind of stuff. 
it's still mm -hmm. a difference between going to an online service and going to an actual service. Yes, theologically, um, I'm, I'm only representing Catholicism because it's what I know the most, but communion is massive because you're, the kind of theology goes, that you are physically receiving the body, blood, soul and divinity of God. So that's like the main difference being in the physical presence of God. So I suppose it's kind of like, it's like any other group or any other, it's like coming to real time, it's like being in the Young Sound or being in Temple in that way. You're, mm -hmm. It's fine doing it online and getting your wee lessons and all that stuff, but you'd much rather be in the studio with your pals with mm -hmm. that kind of collective purpose. And it's, it's a, I think that's the way I would describe it. Um, yeah. Although there's, there's obviously deeper theological things going on as well. It's 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 been it's like for me it's the same. Although I miss church, I also miss playing football with my mates. Um, you're there, it's a common goal, a common purpose, that kind of thing. Okay, I think we covered quite well, guys. That's the most thorough news item we've ever had on this <laughs> podcast. That was beautiful. Um, Harley, you had some less controversial, perhaps, news. Yeah. Um, okay, Naya Rivera, a character from Glee, she went missing uh, a couple of weeks ago um, on the. 8th of July and she was on a lake with her and her son. Her son was sleeping in the boat or life raft that they were in and she decided to go swimming according to her son and she hasn't been spotted since. The police are now searching for her. Uh, Glee fans are trying to look for her but um, obviously they've been told not to by police. Her dad is yeah. co coordinating the search for her. Hopefully, she gets found in a loving condition. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's the news for this week. What we're going to talk about now is some TV. So, we're going to talk about particularly the old TV. Now, what what constitutes what constitutes as being old is going to be different for everybody but i think we, we'd be good to talk about what kind of old tv shows we watch what are the good things about them and is there any pitfalls with certain old tv shows but first let's just go around and maybe just one each we can maybe maybe start with yourself caitlin and just talk about one kind of TV show that you consider old that you still revisit and go back to all the time. I don't really watch much TV compared to other people my age. I I would consider still game old because like I would I was just born when that first came out, so aye. it's sixteen years old now. So I oh, still man. game. And, <laughs> Can they just absolutely panicking there? <laughs> no, you're right. Actually, it's 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 the one I had thought of. Do you get? Do you other get Levi and Harley? Do you just watch that game? Classic, love it. I've honestly seen about three episodes, and it's something that I need to get on. Okay. You, you do. It's on the perfect bandwagon. As a Scott, you need to be watching that. Aye. <laughs> You're not Scottish <laughs> until you've seen until you can quote every single episode of that show from yep. memory. Yeah. And that. So what? What takes you back to? It? I remember uh, when I was younger. Although probably shouldn't have been watching it at that age, but my yeah. father, <laughs> my father showed me it when I was a wee bit younger, and uh, it reminds me of sitting watching the telly with my father. Fair dues, cool stuff. So that's that's a brilliant example of what we're talking about, guys. And I would agree with you, Caitlin. I, I go back. I was watching Still Game yesterday, um, and it's I, it's, I it's something that's so. I, I exactly <laughs> like my brother and I have full conversations that are just Jack and Victor quotes all the time. <laughs> so totally with you on that one, pal. Right, so Harley, have you which your still game? Which your go to? I've got two that are very polar opposites from each other. Okay. Gavin and Stacey. Right. 
Nice. And the Inbetweeners. Nice. Two TV shows that I absolutely love. Purely for a reason that Gavin Stacey could not be any more overblown, any more dramatic, ridiculous, Mm -hmm. and just straight up dumb at points. But yeah, everyone can relate to it at some in some level. Everyone has to overprotective member of their family, like Uncle Bryn. Other people have to nest have the family who's a bit mysterious, but you love her anyway. This is where I'm a bit lost. I've not seen a single frame of Gavin and Stacey. I've never ever seen it. Um, I know who I know who's in it and stuff, and Aye. I know good actors in it and stuff. Where were you two guys, uh, Levi and Caitlin? Where, where do you sit with? Um, with Gavin and Stacey. I'm aware of a couple of jokes, but it's the same kind of thing. Like I know who's in it, but I've never seen it. I think I've seen like the Christmas, like the New Year Christmas thing that happened. That's a good example. Last year, yeah, it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Nothing else to watch. Right. So what you mentioned it being controversial there, Harley? What was controversial about it? They sang the fairy tale in New York. And it received over 1,100 Ofcom complaints. Wow. Because they didn't censor the one lyric. And also, there was a scene in it where it's a brilliant scene, and it's honestly one of the funniest scenes of TV I've seen in the last 10 years. Pete, he brings home a bit of cannabis, and they all basically just get absolutely wrecked and just start smoking this in the living room. This bit also got a whole lot of controversy because people were saying that, like, well, People overdosing that stuff and you can't joke about it and it's all sorts of stuff. It just it, it didn't deserve the controversy. Aye, okay. Mm-hmm. That was a show so, that came out six months ago. Aye. So maybe what we're saying there is that although older shows can be controversial and we'll get into that, mm-hmm. it's maybe no the only qualifying factor. Mm-hmm. It's age the age of the show isn't going to be the only thing. But that's good. That's that's good to a good insight there. Um, there was a suggested um, alternative to the lyric that was like, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to get Google alternatives. You taped over Taggart or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> just like completely, it goes with the theme of the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You um, Maggie, Maggie, you taped over Taggart. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that is funny. Um, fair enough. So, right, cool. That was cheers for that, Harley. That was uh, good to share that. Uh, Levi, what was your what's your go to old show? Where's your nostalgia? I think it's probably two as well. Uh, one I don't know how old it is to be honest, but it's uh, definitely Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, yes. Which is just the pinnacle of TV. Thank you very much. End of discussion. <laughs> and <laughs> outnumbered. Oh, oh that's a good show. It's nice. not on anymore, and just like I was just thinking about how old the actors are now, and he's like, it counts. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, I think that that was a question I was going to ask there. And would we count as old? Is it literally the show is finished? Is it the likes of like Friends or uh, How I Met Your Mother or Outnumbered or any? And Gavin and Stacey was in it that as well. Like, does it just mm-hmm. need to be that the show is done? I think it's just your perception of what you think old means. Because I think something that I watched when I came home from school, like in primary mm. school, is old. But then yeah, I also yeah. think, like, Only Fools and Horses is old. Because it is old. Mm-hmm. It's older than me. But, it's older, like, it's older I, than me. I, I, 
it's just really how you perceive the word old. Right. So it's how it feels to you. Uh, it's, it's not a set stone thing. It's right. how you perceive it. That's no, I like that. I really like that. Harley, what do you think? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do agree with this. Gavin and Stacey started in two thousand and seven and ended in two thousand and nine officially. Right. Uh, and that's a show that I, I was born in two thousand and five, so I remember it being on. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it, obviously. Because why would Aye, I? Because you were four. Yeah. <laughs> Also couldn't hear a thing. So Yeah. Well I that as well. I but even nowadays I would think like a show that's like more than like ten plus years old mm-hmm. or has had its glory days. For example, I call the Simpsons old, even though it's still on. Very interesting because I, I, I I've got a similar thing there, Harley with the Simpsons, because I I think there's a definite split where the there's Simpsons an ending. There's I, an ending to the Simpsons and then you don't want to watch anymore. Absolutely. Like right after the Simpsons movie is where it should have ended. Yeah. <laughs> See that that's something maybe folks in my generation would say it should have ended a lot a lot longer before that. I think Even... the Simpsons movie was the perfect ending and they should have left it at that. That's uh, No, that's a fair that's a fair point of view. What do you, Levi? What does old mean to you? Basically, like a lot of what we're talking about is personal versus like cultural nostalgia. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the things that we remember as a child. Like that's like those those are the things that I return to, but it's also like I remember watching Porridge, um, Rising Damp, and that kind of thing with my parents. I think because the three of us and you are pretty young. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. But like obviously we are of like a more similar generation. Our kind of nostalgia is a lot closer, um, and that's that same level of is potentially what you would be looking for in some of these shows but that goes back further because you've had more time do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah it's the kind of thing where it's like when comparing like the oldness of Gavin and Stacey to Only Fools and Horses or like Sweeney Todd or whatever do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not Sweeney Todd the Sweeney. You mean the Sweeney? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it's to an extent, like your parents' nostalgia bleeding into yours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, or whatever. Like, it's someone older who's like, you should see this because this is class. And yeah. they, ultimately, this is what we're going to do to, like, <laughs> this is what we're going to do to our Wayne's. Like, yeah. <laughs> force them <That> to watch. <laughs> I, I find that dead interesting because the, the, the shows that I watched growing up were things like Dad's Army. Mm-hmm. Oh. And faulty towers. I remember when I was about four years old asking my granny to watch the shouty man, which was put faulty towers on. And there's a there's a great the thing that I go back to quite often. It's on YouTube actually. Is an, an old sketch show called Scotch and Rye, and Harley is holding up the I Am Jolly book, which absolutely yes. makes my day because I love the guy. He was my hero. And there's a definite kind of thing when you watch the original six seasons of Still Game. And mm-hmm. then you watch season seven, eight, and nine. Seven, eight, nine are all shot in HD. Aye. I bet they're rubbish. <laughs> I they're, but they're not as good, right? I, I'll give you that. The writing's maybe not as good. But I actually think there's something about watching the old ones and the kind of standard definition filming and then Aye. watching the new ones in HD and it looks too clean and it yeah. looks weird. Like, mm-hmm. You mean Scotland, definitely. 
comes in, it, it comes up in gaming a lot, where like basically the more realistic you make something, the higher quality it needs to be in general. Do you know what I mean? So it's like when you're, if you're playing like a wee car game on your phone, like the steering is not going to be as realistic as if you're in an arcade and it's yeah. an actual car and you're like, you have a car around you. Do you know what I mean? And that might be part of yeah. the, like cognitive dissonance. Do you know what I mean? part of the realism of some of these shows because it is kind of like a comedic way of portraying like normal life in a sense Aye. is that it's not perfect it's like it's kind of gross sometimes you know you're not in a suit and tie you're in like joggies and a bonnet do you know what I, mean? <laughs> like, I think it also it helps you kind of extend your disbelief a wee bit when mm-hmm. you're watching still game or you're watching faulty towers and it doesn't look like real life because you know, real life's in HD. It it help, it takes you into another world, and I think mm-hmm. when you see things in HD that you've previously seen in standard, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's weird. Mm-hmm. So we've talked a wee bit there about the kind of old TV that we go back and revisit and why they're good and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What pitfalls are you finding though? What what's what's difficult? To, is there anything that's cringy to watch? Anything that you're like, oh, I wish. There's really nothing wrong with Avatar. Like it's just perfect. There's. You know, as bad as the film version was, and we won't give that any of your time. The, Let's the, just get off that one right now. Um, but there's been a, the reason I mention it, guys, and we've talked about this is the particularly the last couple of months. There's been a few shows taken off Netflix. There's been a few mm. episodes of shows taken off Netflix, and I just wonder if there's any show, any shows that you guys regularly watch that you feels maybe either okay. fell fell victim, fell victim is the wrong phrase, but has been targeted by this. Mm-hmm. Or is about to be. I love Little Britain. Or right. rather, did love Little Britain. Mm-hmm. Because over the last, I don't know, I would say year or two years, it's been getting much more hate than it used to get. And I, I can understand why. There's some bits of it that I can totally see why the hell you should not say that. There's some sketches that always come to mind. Uh, Bubbles, I'm a Lady, all those sort of sketches. Yeah. But there's some sketches in that show which I will still stand by being absolute comedic gold to this day. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any examples right now, but I could literally go back and find well, some. What do you away. think? You know, we're all Scottish people. What do you think about the wee Scottish guy? Oh, he's a legend. I know. I love the guy. We <laughs> <laughs> guy, he's 10 foot. The, the amount of times they ask me a question in a day and I'll just go, yes. Like, <laughs> it just happens at least once a day. So I, I totally take your point there, Harley. I think there's some stuff in Little Britain, because I, I watched it when it came out the first time, and there was stuff that I was never comfortable with. I think that's why it's so popular with people. Aye. It's, it's, it's just so insane and all over the place. Mm. Mm. What do you guys think, Caitlin? What do you think of Little Britain? I hadn't seen much of it, so I kind of comment on the bad bits yet, but I thought it was, like, all right. I didn't think there was that much said that Aye. they should need to take back, but I've only seen, like, right. six or seven episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Levi, what's your take on it? I'm realising how much of British TV in general I've just not seen. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. I think the, with the Little Britain thing, it's kind of like Borat. It falls into a similar... Like, Borat's quite controversial. Yeah. Both in the film and in the mm-hmm. TV show that used to be... And Ali G itself's quite controversial because it's a, 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 a person who is not a person of colour playing a person of colour. But I think there's the, there's a lot of social commentary there and there's a lot of stuff that's actually pointing the finger at, like, white supremacists 
or mm-hmm. people who, you know, in Little Britain's case, it's people that think that people that have got disabilities are, are faking it. Yeah. Like in so, the case of Andy in the wheelchair, and there's loads of, I think there's so loads of really sharp satire going on there that people mm-hmm. just take it face value. But, so, yeah. Little Britain then came back, literally not even two months ago, for the Big Night Inn, I think it was called. Uh, and he did a five-minute sketch at the end of this big night in. It was advertised everywhere, and people could not get more excited for it. And then about two weeks later, the whole shenanigans started up, and that sketch has yeah. now been taken off as well. Well, really? But Fair even enough. in that sketch, there's a joke in it where it literally says, I'm a lady. Right. And, and Malchus just looks at him and says, I don't think we should be doing this sketch anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think if Little Brent had the opportunity to come back or had the opportunity to redeem itself, it mm-hmm. would think about the jokes that it was making rather than mm-hmm. just saying the messed up stuff that I used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that people can do that stuff anymore. Caitlin, is there is there anything that you you revisit? I mean, you even mentioned still game there. Still games got its kind of dodgy moments, but there's uh, not many of them to be fair. But I can, I'm not saying it's all right because it's definitely not all right. But like. Obviously, the older people, like there's an episode, I think it's a Christmas special with Jack and Victor, and they're doing like this mad choir thing, and oh, they right. call it a derogatory term for being gay. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I don't think it's right, I do not think it's right at all, mm-hmm. so I really don't. But that's Aye. how like the older generation kind of seen it, mm-hmm. and that's why they put it in, they never put it in to be like mm-hmm. that is. Gay or bisexual people mm. are. It's just that's the way that the older people seen it, and I think they were trying to make light out of that, and no mm-hmm. try to be like offensive or homophobic. But I, there's not been that many that I've thought, oh, oh, um, oh that's yeah. that bad. It's really just that, and in a sense, even I laughed. That's like the big one that I noticed. Mm-hmm. And I actually think you know to to stick up for still game, which I will do to the cows come home because it's one of my favourite shows <laughs> all time. There's actually a brilliant episode where everybody thinks that Jack and Victor have suddenly uh, had a romantic uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's dealt with really well. It mm. flags up a lot of the homophobia that's inherent in, in kind of Western Scotland males, particularly. <laughs> and again, Isaac gets outed as a nosy so-and-so. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it shows, I think it actually deals with it really well. And Bobby, the, the, one of the most beautiful moments I still game is when Bobby's in that curtain shop and he bumps into the two of them and he's like, you will be served. All are welcome at the clan. I'm like, that's, that's amazing. Like, that, that's properly hard. And the awkwardness awkward is actually quite real. Like, yeah. some people, because some people need to end up dealing with things like that. People being, you are accepted, like, really <laughs> But it's the fact that he's trying. It's it's a really honest, it's like you were saying, Caitlin, it's a really honest depiction what's going on and it's we all know i think we all know grannies and grandas or aunties and uncles that are in that generation that they probably still use words that we we as a as people that are maybe a wee bit more well educated or enlightened about this kind of stuff wouldn't use but there's no harm it's not a harmful thing um it's Definitely just the a, way they were using it it didn't seem uh, harmful it just seemed like that's how the older generation were at that time in glasgow uh, I think you make an excellent point there, Caitlin, and I think it's it, it shows that there's maybe a line between being overly but maybe overly sensitive to these kind of things or of knowing when it's definitely no right 
to, mm-hmm. to include certain sketches or certain elements or certain TV shows. Mm-hmm. Levi, which, which your experience been around about this? I've not seen anything being taken down. Like, Andrew, like I, it's the kind of thing, like, I recognise a lot of what you are saying and it's kind of like, oh, aye, that makes sense. I think Friends is something that's coming up. Um, some people yeah. are... It's definitely massively popular right now, but some people are kind of just like, oh, boycott Friends for, like, How I Met Your Mother or whatever because of some of the things. Um, mm. I don't agree with How I Met Your Mother, but I fully agree with Friends. I'm really no part of the conversation. Uh, like, it's not... <laughs> neither are, like shows I particularly care about. Um, I've seen both of them when I was a kid, but they're not like, they're not big parts of my life, you know? But particularly with Friends, Friends particularly is kind of like a time capsule yeah. of the cultural thought of the time. And mm. in a sense, what you're talking about with Still Game, like it's a more progressive version of that. Like, you know, there is that awkwardness. There is that kind of like, oh, like it comes down to, are you punching up or punching down? There may be things within like a bit that's like derogatory, but is it is the punchline people who are oppressed or is the punchline you're stupid for being an oppressor? I mean, when you're putting these into characters, particularly, like particularly when it comes to stereotypes, or even just having these like stereotypes within a scene, in a sense, is the joke this is a Scottish man and he's drunk, or is there a reason? Do you know what I mean? Aye, absolutely. Like, my favourite representations of Scottish people is in Wonder Woman. <laughs> I think they did. The dude wears a kilt and he's a drunk, right? Because that's actually his uniform. That's part of the uniform of the part of the army that he's in. He's a drunk because he has PTSD. And I think it's basically like, how good of a writer are you? <laughs> like, Aye. are you relying on these things because like, oh, haha, funny, he's gay. Like, do you know what I mean? Or are you actually doing something with it? It's interesting because there's, a, there's an episode of an American show called Community that's made yeah. by Dan Harmon, who mm-hmm. is also the co-creator of Rick and Marty. There's an episode called Advanced Dungeons and Dragons that's... Um, I I was looking for that because well, I'd seen um someone was doing a video essay of that specific episode and I was looking yeah. for it and I couldn't find it. So them. it's it's down because in it Ben Chang, who's the character, he's played by Ken Jong, who some of his listeners Aye, maybe know for the hangover. Oh, Mr. Chow. Um, yeah, Mr. Chow for the hangover, right? So he's in this and he plays an elf. He's played mm-hmm. but he takes it to the to the nth degree mm-hmm. and is head to toe. His skin is painted black. To some people, that might have reminiscences of like the black and white minstrel show and stuff. So Aye. I'm not a person of colour, but I think the 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 standout for me is he's not trying to portray an African American. He's not trying to portray a black person. He's trying to portray an elf. Um, and I think it's similar in cases with like the Mighty Bush, where the spirit yeah. of jazz is a you know a skeleton. So mm-hmm. there's elements of no field and skin that are blacked out to make mm-hmm. them look like a skeleton, but people see that as blackface. So there's there's loads of nuances to this now. And I think just for me, it'd be nice to see less of a blanket ban on these things and more of an actual engagement way. Wait a minute, mm-hmm. is this actually blackface? Is this actually homophobic? Is this actually misogynistic? Or are they trying, yeah. like you're saying, Levi, are they trying to make a real point? Is there mm-hmm. a satire known behind it? Um I mean, so I, there's from, loads of stuff there. Mm-hmm. From my understanding of the context of that within the episode, part of the joke is that's a bit racist. I don't want to make any judgment upon whether that's appropriate or not. Um, yeah. I would honestly, personally, err on the side of caution. 
because it's kind of I can't remember the exact image in my head but I feel like it's very similar to the minstrel show and Dan Harmon being as far as I know like a white person having that in a show even if it is a minority like doing that like I would be kind of like understanding the archetypes of the oppression this was used by white people to kind of like show stereotypes and stuff like that like it's yeah. just kind of like, mm. aye and that, that's fair enough and obviously people mm. have been affected by it so it's mm. no for me or anybody else to say that it's the thing that i think annoys me is that episode's all about mental illness and yeah, actually about that's... saving somebody's life mm-hmm. um so it's like... through playing dungeons and dragons so it's yeah. it's it's very complicated and um, I think we're, we're kind of running out of time here, so we don't want to spend all night talking about it. So, I feel like that yeah. was a very dumb joke to have as part of such an important kind of thing, because yeah. there are very good jokes within the episode, and there's a lot of character development for, like, for example, Pierce actually has quite a lot of character development in that episode, yeah, which doesn't get the opportunity to have much, because he's kind of just like, for those who haven't seen Community, the kind of old white guy that's just like oh why why are you saying that kind of thing yeah that's actually a, a thing i wanted to kind of end the podcast on guys if there was an old tv show that you would recommend us to go and have a listen to just of like the, 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 your favorite old show of all time mm-hmm. what would it be um caitlin i'm going to come to you first buddy what, what would you if you would one show, one old school show that you would recommend people to watch, what would it be? I think if you're probably listening to this, you're probably Scottish anyway, you know it's still gamers, but pro- I, I love watching Father Ted. Yes. Beautiful. Father Ted is great. In, f- in many ways, the Irish still game, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Basically. Um, Which isn't without its controversial jokes either. Why? I mean, there's uh, a couple of crackles in, still, in, uh, in Father Ted, that's true. Ali, if you were going to pick a, a show to recommend to folks, what would it be? Uh, I've just started re-watching it. I'm going to go Shameless UK. The original Shameless. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen Why the American that? version. Yeah. Let's get so, off that conversation now. I think the original series is just so good and so clever. It's not exactly a comedy show, but it's not exactly like heavy drama, is it? It it's takes not, heavy uh, stuff in a comedic way. Really I think I would say stuff. that. And yeah, it still somehow makes it watchable ah. and doesn't make you want to cry after, after every single episode. Ah. That's some good stuff. There's a character who's uh, an agoraphobe and won't go outside at all, who's married to an alcoholic. Uh, there's like eight kids, every single one of them with their own problems. Yeah. Like one of them's a dad when he's like 15. There's teen pregnancy, dr- drugs, smoking, alcoholism. And everything in that show is just handled so well and so carefully. Right. And I, I just think it's absolutely brilliant. And it's the show that I would say that if you want a straight-up drama with no controversy, but you still want to educate yourself on stuff like that, Shameless. Cool. You've sold me, man. I want to go back and watch it now. I've, I've, uh, I've not seen it since oh. it was on originally, so... Uh, um, Levi, what would, you, what would your recommendation be? It's actually a radio show. I'm pretty sure it's all on YouTube, but it's um, the radio production of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, oh. It's just my favourite. Like, I'm rereading it um, now just because it's like, oh, so close to my heart. <laughs> yeah. 
cool. No, that's that's. I mean, there's been so many wee remakes and things like that. That book, um, mm -hmm. that I the radio stuff's I kind of overlooked medium now, but I brilliant. Um, I've heard bits of it myself. It's really good. I think I would probably stick with Scotch and Rye, or actually Rabsy and Isbet. Um, oh. The original run of Rabsy and Isbet. Beautiful. Um, really, really lets you know what it's like to live in, in like urban Glasgow um, oh. or urban anywhere, I suppose, in, in, in Scotland. Like It's a really honest, quite brutal, kind of like what you were saying, Harley, but shameless. Rabsy can be quite brutal at times, but it's also hilariously funny um, because it's got that dead, sharp, witty Glaswegian humour. And some of the best cameos in a TV show ever, Ricky Fulton's in it. There's so many big Scottish actors. I mean, you think Gregor Fisher, who plays Rab C, he went on to be in Shakespeare and he was in the mm -hmm. film version in 1984. He, he did really well for himself. So it's cool to see something being... And it's kind of timeless. I think that's what I'd like to maybe end on. All these shows we've talked about, you could put them in any decade. or any, You could watch them in 200 years' time mm -hmm. and it would still be a relevance. David Tennant's in Rab C as well, by the way, uh -huh. um, as, as, as a, a transgender individual would you believe so but it's actually done really well and i mean you think it was made in the kind of early 90s it's actually yeah, really yeah. sensitively done i think that's where we're going to end today guys although some there can be some problems we we watching older tv and some cultural insensitivities shall we say mm -hmm. um there's definitely some good stuff and it definitely gives us a good sense of nostalgia as well and uh, we hope your re our recommendations uh go down well with you and that you enjoy them in time, we'll all say cheerio. Adios. Cheerio. Bye.